Grace be with you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. We are going to study the biblical book of the prophet Isaiah. Lesson 4. The Heart Way. Prophecy Fulfilled In Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, we read, The Lord himself shall give you a sign. This was a message from God to Isaiah and to King Ahaz. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. So this is the wonderful text with a double fulfillment in the Old Testament and in the New Testament when Jesus was born. And here we find even more. This prophecy that will be fulfilled is the way how God works that your trust in him is strengthened. So he tells something, for example, for the future, so that you can experience if God is right, if he is on the correct side. You, you can test him through prophecy. So all the prophecies which he gave in advance, as Jesus said, I will tell you beforehand so that afterwards you can see, oh, he has already told us. For example, he had told them three times, we will go to Jerusalem and the Son of Man will be taken by the Jews and they will hand him over to the Romans and in the end they will crucify him and before that they will do many many bad things to him and he told them for three times but they just whew, didn't want to hear they, they, they were in a in a hopeful way oh he will be if he's the Messiah, and he is the Messiah, we, he will be the king, and we will be the ministers, and cross, he will be killed. <clears throat> no, no, no. And they just put it aside. If they had listened, they would not have been so disappointed when they looked at the cross. Now here, it is said that this little one, before it can choose what is evil and what is good, something will happen. So in a very short time, because pregnancy is nine months, and then a child is born, a son, and before this little boy is able to do this or that, everything else will be different. So it's an interesting sign, isn't it? You, you can 
You can watch it with a child. First in the belly of the mother, how the belly grows, and then it's there. And before, it is a, a boy who can decide what's good or evil. Everything what has been prophesied will to this very point in time be fulfilled. And they could contest God's words, how they were fulfilled. We have uh, special books in the Bible which uh, show the history of the kings of Judah in the southern kingdom and of Israel in the northern kingdom. The books of Chronicles, they tell us the story of the kings of the southern kingdom, Judah. In the book of the kings, first and second kings, we find of both kingdoms the stories. And when we have a, a closer look at them, we see how these prophecies were fulfilled to the very letter. For example, in First Chronicles chapter 5. We read in verse 26, And the God of Israel stirred up the spirit of Paul, king of Assyria, and the spirit of Dilgat Pilneser, king of Assyria, and he carried them away. Even the Rubenites and the Gedites and the half-tribe of Manasseh and brought them unto, and then there are several cities which are named far, far away. So what happened? I show which tribes were moved by the king of Assyria. They were deported far, far away, and they never, ever came back. I want to show you. This is the tribe of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. So all the tribes on the eastern side of the river Jordan, they were deported. They had to move, and never, ever, they came back. This was the prophecy. In before and then it happened as Isaiah had told them because the king in his stubbornness said, I will not trust in the Lord. I will not. Therefore, this tragedy happened. Foreseen consequences. I remember when we were a young couple I had a special plan and I told my father-in-law to listen I have a great idea 
tip, 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 tip. And he listened to it, said, mm-hmm, yeah. And his face did not show any happiness. I could see. He was just thinking about it. And I was full of fire out. Oh, it's the best plan. And we will do this. And this will have a wonderful effect for the future. And, 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 and then I saw his face. And he said, well, uh, if you go on like this, then these will be the consequences. Huh? But, but that's not good, no. I don't want to experience these consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wh- which decision will you make then? Uh, well, I-, I thought it's a good plan. Yeah, but when you see into the future, foreseen consequences, this will be the outcome in five years, in ten years. Oh no, I do not want to end there. Yeah, then it's better not to start going off the track at the moment in this direction. I thought over it. If these are the consequences, oh, I, I do not want to go there. And then my father-in-law said, oh, I wouldn't either. But because of the consequences in, in the far future. And he was wise. And I acted according to his wisdom. And it was good to do so. Now the wisest in the universe is God, isn't he? And he can foresee consequences of decisions you are going to make now. And he can tell you what will happen. But it can be that you look at the situation at the moment, you say, but I want to do this. And he allows you to do it. And he allows you to experience the consequences as well, which is hard and bitter, as we see with King Ahaz. For example, Isaiah told this king in Isaiah chapter 7 verse 23 and it shall come to pass in that day he saw the consequences of this calling the king of Assyria for help (laughs) what would come out in the end And it shall come to pass in the day that every place shall be where there were a thousand vines at a thousand silver lengths. Wonderful area. It shall even be for prayers and thorns. Thorns will be where there was a vineyard. With arrows and with bows shall men come thither because all the land shall become full of thorns. Hmm. 
it is foreseen if you go on like this. And how did the king act? He went on on his stubborn way. He was told what the consequences would be. And he just went on. People were deported. The king of Assyria took them away. He devastated the land. Former vineyards became full of thorns and thistles. It was told beforehand what would happen. And it happened like this. Nevertheless, the king went on his way. So it would be wise to listen to God's foreseen consequences if you want to leave the track he has emphasized for you. What's in a name? In Isaiah chapter 8, we read, verse 3, And I went unto the prophetess, so the wife of Isaiah, and she conceived and bare a son. Then said the Lord to me, Call his name. Now he is a Hebrew word, and this Hebrew word means it will be in no time that another one will take possession of you, of your goods, very quickly. It was a long word, which just has this meaning. The possession of you will disappear in a moment. And it's gone. And he should call his son with this name. The possession will be gone in a chiffy. For before the child shall have knowledge to cry, My father, my mother. So he's still very young. The riches of Damascus and the spoil of Samaria shall be taken away before the king of Assyria. And then you can see what will happen to Judah afterwards. It will be the same, what happened to Syria and to Israel. These foreseen Consequences are told that people get wise, that they get wisdom for their decisions. Um, in, in my youth, I was fond of playing chess with these figures on a chessboard, and I played and played. We were a team of youngsters, and we met in the chess club every afternoon. So when school was over, quick eating, and in a chess club till late at night. 
And we played and played and played and we became better and better. The marks in school became worse and worse. And the success in chess, better and better. Because we concentrated on chess and not on English and German and math and so on. And sciences. In these days, I found out in chess the person will win against the other who is able to see far ahead in the future of the game what will happen if I move this figure on this special place on the board. What will happen there? Then the other one will maybe move here, and then I will move there, and he will move here, and he will move there. And if you can go on in your mind, thinking, ah, one, two, three, four, ten moves ahead, fifteen moves ahead. The farther on you can make it up in your mind, the better you will be. You must foresee what will be the consequences of your move. And, and this is what God wants to tell through the prophets. Imagine, if you make this move, this will be the consequences. So take care. So that you do not find out after some time, ah! Ooh. so that you are not surprised. He's going to help you. But I would like so much to move on like this. Look into the future. Will it be good in one year, two years, or three years if I make this move, this decision? Be wise. Learn of God, the wisest in the universe. Then you will be happy. Nothing to fear when we fear God himself. Here we have a painting of Maximilian Jantje. He is an Austrian artist living in the Alps. And God has given him the ability of painting. So not just painting walls, but making a piece of art, producing it. Here we see the planet Earth and three angels approaching this planet. That's what we find in Revelation chapter 14. And there we read in verse 6, And as another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel, to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come. And worship him that made heaven 
and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. Now that's important. It's the last message, the last warning message of God to mankind. When we look at our planet from high above, as we can see it here, here's our planet Earth, and the angels are approaching out of the space. And how, how big are you there, or how tiny are you there on this planet? when someone is approaching from afar. And here is the real power. Approaching this planet, saying, fear God. So in the way of honor Him. There will come a time when we have nothing to fear, when we honor God and follow His commandments. There will come a time when those who reign over us, those who are presidents and mighty powers, they will command something that is different from the Ten Commandments. They will order everybody to keep Sunday holy instead of Sabbath and to work on Sabbath and to keep Sunday holy. And God warns his people if they want to force you to obey their law and not God's law, be careful. Who is stronger? Your government or God in heaven? The ruler of a country, <laughs> how long will he rule? Till he is dead, at the longest. Normally, long before that. And God wants to show us. He foresees the consequences. And therefore, he tells you, be careful. Be on the right side. But the mess will be on the wrong side. Yes. Be on the right side. No matter how many or how few are there. The right side is the right side. It doesn't depend on the mass of people. Which is right is right. Which is wrong is wrong. Even if there are 99% of all the people. And this is the warning. Fear God. Honor Him. Then you have nothing to fear for the future. Keep his Sabbath holy and do not let anyone deceive you with the Holy Sunday, which is the devil's plan, that everybody obeys his commands. Be careful. Gloom of the ungrateful living dead. Now that's an interesting sentence, isn't it? Ungrateful living dead. So either you are living or you are dead. 
ungrateful living dead? There is a special sentence by Jesus. A man stepped up to him and said, I want to follow you, but uh, I would like to bury my father who has just died before him. The dinner will come. And a burial in those days, it lasted at least a week. It was a huge ceremony where all the people of the village came together and all the relatives and, 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 a never-ending story. And then Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their dead. Yeah, uh, how, how can a dead person bury another dead person? How can that be? For Jesus, people who didn't follow him, he called living dead people. They, they're already dead, although they are still living, because they will end in the second death. You see? There's a first death, which we will experience, most of us, normally. One day we will die. And Jesus said, that's not the problem. The first death. People were burnt on the stake. Or were cut in pieces. Because they were on God's side. It's the first death. He said, I will resurrect you again. You will be alive again. You will live. Because I will give you life after that, if you have been loyal to me, the Lord your God. But there is another death after death. Have you known that? A second death, as we find it in Revelation 20. So either you experience a second death, which means you're gone forever, or you experience everlasting life in enormous quality. You can choose, but you have to choose as long as you are alive. Later on, it's too late. You can only choose now. And the decision goes in this direction. Loving, trusting God, obeying his commands. Or, no, 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 I will not, as King Ahaz said. I want to go my way. Well, you can't do so. One day you will die, and then you will experience the second death, and then you are gone forever. That's your future. These are foreseen consequences. Or, you love and trust God, have a life when you are in peace with God. <laughs> life will be different. No more fear. Nothing you have to be afraid of because Jesus is your friend. Even when you die, what's the matter? He will make you Alive again. And he will give you ever 
lasting life in an enormous quality we cannot experience yet. This is the future, either or. And many people think, oh, I'm, I'm not so sure how it will be. You can be sure if you live without Jesus. First and second death is the consequence. Otherwise, first death. No, no problem for the Creator. And then, everlasting life. What do you want to choose? Do you want to go to your friend? Or to someone whom you think he could be your friend and will be your enemy in the end? Summary. These stories about the kings of Israel, Judah, have been written down by the prophets that we can read in a few minutes about a whole life. And we can have a look at decisions. Ah, uh -huh, this king, he decided not to follow God. And this king, he decided to follow God. And what were the consequences of this one and of that one? And then you can see, in a few minutes, you can see what happened in a whole lifespan. Normally you have to wait for, for years and years to see what is the outcome of a decision. And here you can see it very quickly. Because the whole life is written down by the prophets and they worked as historians and wanted to show the people who lived after what is full of sense and what is without sense. God wants to show us in, in lives of people and, and kings, they had enormous power and they had counselors around them. But to whom would they listen? They had prophets as counselors and some kings followed the counselors of the prophets. And other kings, they did just the opposite what the prophets had told them. Just the opposite. And they had to experience the consequences as well. This was the heart tour. And the other one is a tour you will find peace and rest in Jesus. Your sins are forgiven. You have a peaceful sleep. Your past washed away by the blood of the Lamb. What a difference! And, and all these stories, they are told us that, that we can read and see. Oh, this was a good idea. 
This was full of wisdom. Oh no, what is he going to do now? I do not want to make the same mistake as he has made. I want to be wiser as that king or another one. I want to act as, as this king. He made wise decisions. He went with the Lord. And how he was honored in the end. What will come out in the end? Not just for the moment. For the moment. Oh. You can be disappointed after some time. Even if it seems to be an advantage. Now. So, the Bible is full of stories of people and their, experience with, their experiences with the Lord and their experiences without the Lord. Whom do we trust? We always trust someone, either this way or that way. We always trust. Whom do you trust? And what will be the outcome in the end? So these stories want to help us for our decisions that we act wisely for our future and for those of our kids. Be wise to be on the sides of the Lord on the side of the Lord forever in eternity.